For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're brawling this team, and the guy yells over the glass, Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser! Can't even say it with a straight face! It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. They'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL, where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very much. Where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double-wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah, working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Guilty as charged. Yes, it's the RP Show live from Super Bowl 58 in Radio Row in the Convention Center, and the madness has hit. We're just a carryover from last hour. Our good friend Randy Grimes is with us. You were calling me fancy pants in the break. Fancy. You got a Wikipedia page. Did you know that? I do. Yeah, I did know that. Uh, you can add to 10 seasons center with a buck? 10, ten yeah. seasons, yeah. Uh, nine, nine as a starter. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, we're, I had a good career. With, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay but you can add to that best-selling author with his book off-center. We're going to get into that, too. Randy's here just promoting recovery, talking football. and I, You were rushed last hour, so I'm going to slow this down a little bit. Okay. You're hitting, like, almost everything, I feel, this week. I'll try it to. It feels like it is. To. I try to go to the events where I know I'm going to see a lot of my buddies, uh, guys that I played with and against. Uh, some of the more important, especially the things that uh, are surrounding um, health issues, mental health. And really, I'm the only one that's bringing addiction to the uh, to the forefront here. And, and, and that's been the way it is the last 15 years. you got to be used to that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm the only one that really wants to talk about it and, and, and talk about the hope and help that's out there. But you got to raise your hand. you got to ask for it. Well, i got to ask you this. I mean, I, I know you're doing a lot of work with the players, but if you don't mind... Just tell your story. You fell into addiction through the painkiller realm. It's it's so easy to do. All right. Well, right? I, I was that guy willing to do whatever I had to to stay out on the field. And, you know, that meant taking handfuls of pain pills every day because I wasn't going to let somebody else get in my position or I wasn't going to get that reputation of always being on the uh, injury report or, or missing practice and all that. So, you know, I justified it so easy. I wanted to be uh, the best center to ever play the game. I wanted that next big contract. I wanted to feed my family. I wanted to be all pro. So those are ways that I justified what I called a necessary evil. But really, it was a full-blown addiction. And it progressed to the point where the last two years of my career, I was playing games in complete blackouts. You know, I was, play I was taking so much medication before games to just, to just to play the game that I don't even remember playing them. You were that guy. I was that guy. And then lived to tell the tale. When did you realize you're actually the lucky guy? God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you realize that? You were lucky to be able to... Well, it wasn't until... 2000, I retired in 93, and it wasn't until 2009 that I finally put my hand up. You know, and that was after, you know, losing my reputation, my finances, almost losing my family, losing, you know, house foreclosed, cars, reapers, everything that... Addiction takes us. You were also that guy. I was that guy too, yeah. Well, that's what addiction promises us, that, that we'll, we'll all wind up either there or in hospital or in jail. Why do the players not want to put their hand up or even admit it once they do? Pride, guilt, you know, shame, ego, all those things. You know, they think they're the only ones struggling out there. I know I did for a long time. And, uh, yeah, it's all those things. Um, to and, and, and we as men, you know, we're to suffer in silence, you know. You, you, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, rub some dirt on it, and get back in there, you know, and keep your mouth shut. Yeah, it can kill you. Don't cry. It can kill you. And that's what kills you, right? Yeah, no kidding. Well, so you're good buddies with Lee Steinberg, and I promised Tracy we would promote Sober Bowl on Sunday. Sober Bowl. So it's the Sober Watch Party for the big game, and you said you were part of the first one? I was, in Houston, Texas, yeah. And even the second one. We had the second one in Minneapolis, and... Uh, uh, also had one in Houston that at that time. So uh, Tracy's done a good job of things. 
helped a lot. Uh, Ryan Leaf's been involved. Of course, my Tyler Rose buddy, Earl Campbell, yeah. is involved. And uh, it's, it's a great alternative for people that want to come out and enjoy the game sober. You know, alcohol-free, and uh, it's a great environment for people like us, like me. Soberbowl.us for tickets, but you can get them at the door. And I just got to say something. I didn't realize that you'd moved back to Houston from Tampa. Do you see who's straight over there? Who is it? Who is it? Right in front of the CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking that city by storm. Absolutely. Oh, he is. Everybody's excited about him. And, and isn't it cool to have a, a young player like that that's, you know, just so humble, you know? I love, I love to see those young players are so humble because so many of them aren't. Right. They come out of college entitled, and it's going to get even worse with the NIL. <laughs> they're millionaires before yeah, they come yeah, out of college. Right. But they're telling me this kid, and I'm pointing at him because he's like 30 feet right, from us. Right. It's not his arm. It's not his legs. It's his brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best ones are that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so what do you think is possible? They, they, they overachieved this year, so I guess the next thing. You got to go? Yeah, I got to go. I got to okay. go. Hey, Randy, thank you. Thank you, thank you all for having Appreciate me. Appreciate you. Safe travel. I'll see you around. Yeah. Busy guy right here. <laughs> uh, Randy Grimes, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, starting, what do you say, started nine seasons and uh, backed up for one. I think it was his last one. So Jeff Reinbold was to be with us, and I, I, my guess is he probably got lost in the awash of cameras and people, and I'm going to tell you something. Two, I was telling Darren this on the phone this morning. Uh, two years ago when we did this in Los Angeles from the hotel, we went down to Radio Row because everybody told us, you got to at least go check it out. So we did. It was nothing, nothing, nothing like this. It was 10% of this. But we were just coming out of COVID. Um, California took that very seriously. And uh, the reason I say it like that is Florida did their thing and COVID only lasted two months. But in California, things were still sh largely not shut down, but there was a lot of uh, social, distancing, social distancing policies and so forth in effect for the Super Bowl in 56 in L.A. two years ago. This here, my word. I thought it was crazy yesterday when I was here. But you should I should have known. Going into the weekend, this is where it is a little like what we're used to, the Grey Cup in Canada, where everybody shows up for the weekend. There's a lot of guys been here all week. Uh, beginning Monday, doing their podcast here from this floor and a lot of these live shows. Um, for instance, Sirius XM NFL Radio is here, the Pat McAfee Show. This is outkick coverage right over here with C.J. Stroud, 30 feet from me, the starting quarterback of the Houston Texans, Fox Sports Radio, all of them. They've been going all week. But now the entertainment shows are showing up here this weekend. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. Just a word about our last guest here, Randy Grimes. I'm going to read you. It's not a lot on his Wikipedia page, but... Randy Grimes, a former pro-American football player who played center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 1983 to 1992. He's from Tyler, Texas. That's how he said he and Earl Campbell are buddies. Played at Baylor. He's that guy. Uh, played in 118 games, started 104 at the most physical position in the National Football League. Grimes played for Baylor University during the early 80s and was a part of the 1980 Southwest Conference Champion Bears, which also included the likes of Mike Singletary, Alfred Anderson, Mark Kirshner, Vic Vines, Walter Abercrombie, and Van McElroy. Grimes became addicted to painkillers while playing in the NFL and was taking up to 45 pills a day. He recovered through the help of a rehabilitation facility and currently works as a counselor at that same facility. This needs to be updated. That facility is in Tampa Bay, St. Pete area, but he is, as you just heard him say, relocated to Houston, but he's still doing the sober coaching there, or he calls it sober consulting. What do you got, Clark? <laughs> okay, so thank you for that. Jeff Reinbold, I was told, was going on air 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific, would be off the air at 10 and would be coming over here to join us 
at 10 a.m. Pacific. I guess that would be 1 p.m. Eastern. That ain't happening. Clark just told me he's still on the air live right now. But that's okay because I have a few hours experience at this little thing we call broadcasting. So let me update our poll question here today, uh, which is who will have more passing yards in Super Bowl 58? Those are always fun, the prop bets. And our poll question is brought to you daily by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. And do you have an update on that by chance, Clark? Last I saw, it was close to 70% St. Patrick Mahomes. Is that what it still is? They're saying number 15, and Twitter is to say, hey, Ryan. All right, so our next guests have shown up, so that part's good. We've got about five, four to five minutes. Perfect. Okay. So what's interesting about this and why I think you're going to want to stay tuned for it, you're going to want to do that anyways, right? But these are our friends from USA Football. And I would tell you, if I told you this was planned, you wouldn't believe me, because it's so far-fetched, you wouldn't believe it. But Darren, Serena, and I went into Charlotte, North Carolina this summer and broadcast the USA Football National Flag Championships. And people, like, we knew how big it was going in, but a lot of people didn't. Uh, and they were telling me, these USA Football people at the time, that they were hoping to get into the Olympics in 2028. Well, that did happen. So we've got the CEO of USA Football coming up next, plus two members of their national teams, Bruce Mapp and Joe Overstreet. And where I'm going with this is, I want to get their opinion, their take on NFL players wanting to play in the Olympics for Team USA. And for that matter, CFL players for Canada, the Canadian CFL players. I, I don't like the idea of it. And it's either going to happen or it's not, similar to the Olympics with hockey players, right? wasn't fair to our national team members when we had one for hockey that the NHL players just blew in and played. But they're going to do it if they're going to do it. And as they say, if the NFL wants it, they're going to get it. There's another sports up, uh, thing that I did not mention and I want to here. Toronto Blue Jays slugger Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won his arbitration case on Wednesday and will receive a salary of $19.9 million this season. Several media outlets reported that Vladdy won his case. It's the highest salary awarded in Major League Baseball arbitration since it began in 1974. The Blue Jays had filed at $18.05 million. Um, discuss amongst yourselves whether you think he's worth it or not, but Vladdy getting the highest salary arbitration win in the history of the sport. Speaking of sports, Canada's top men's curling teams are thick into the season. Their eyes are firmly focused on a trip to Regina in late February for the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI. Single draw tickets are on sale now, and they range in price from 20 depending on the draw and seat selection. Youth tickets are just $9.99 for all draws. Curling Canada is committed to providing affordable options so your family can enjoy this world-class event. You can get your tickets now at curling.ca slash tickets. We're going to break a little early, and I apologize to our producers, but um, we had a sense this is the way that it was going to go during live coverage from Super Bowl 58 here at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. So we'll take a brief pause when we come back. Our friends from USA Football, we're going to be talking Super Bowl, flag football, the NFL participation in it, the Olympics, and all the rest. We'll be right back to Mandalay Bay after this time out on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. How about that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. 
EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Daybreak in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. The site is Super Bowl 58. We're broadcasting live from Mandalay Bay and Radio Row, and it has been as advertised fun, but a little bit of a gong show. But that's fun, right, Scott Hallenbach? Yes, sir. We got this, the CEO of USA Football, Scott Hallenbach, with us, who we had a wonderful occasion to spend time with in Charlotte this summer at the National Championships, and a lot's happened since then. Hey? Absolutely. Nice yeah. to see you again, by the nice way. Nice to see you. How's your week? This is an incredible week for us. Uh, I mean, obviously, with all this incredible activity just around football, but a lot of excitement and enthusiasm continues around flag football and, you know, what we're doing. So, and, of course, that October announcement that flag football is going to be in 28 Olympics is sort of, you know, it's a lightning rod opportunity. I mean, everyone's just fired up about it. Well, I've been promoting this interview for a week, and I told you what I'm going to ask you, but I just want to walk this back. Explain to our viewers what happened in Charlotte, first of all. It was massive. Yeah, so great question. So Charlotte in the international sport world, and particularly the Olympic movement, international federations host world championships and continental championships. Continental championships are five of them, Africa, Europe, Americas, Oceania, and Asia. So we had the Americas Continental Championships. So, you know, just teams within Americas. Uh, it was the first time actually we've had a flag continental championship. Has to be done as part of the pathway to the Olympics, so super important. Uh, and just a, to your point, really, really exciting event. I mean, just oh. a lot of enthusiasm, really great competition and I think it bodes really well for how that's going to continue to grow as we lead to the Olympics. So the buzz around Charlotte was that we're USA football was hoping to get flag football in the 2028 LA Games, the Olympics. Did you know anything at that time? Or were you literally just hopeful? No, that's exactly right. We were hopeful. I mean uh, the the IOC and LA 28 and and you know others all shared that there was enthusiasm for it but you literally had to wait till the vote happened and it, you know it happened on that you know i think monday night in um in india and uh and and thankfully it, it had happened in a way that was great for football so we're all really excited but no we were all holding our breath right up until well, that moment. i kind of got that sense and then i i didn't know what to do i'm sitting there broadcasting this and people are saying in my ear don't talk about the olympics and you're saying yeah say it put it out right well certainly that the, the potential, the potential. Right, we obviously right. couldn't say that we knew it was going to happen because we didn't. But yeah. but, yeah, no, the potential of it. And there's, again, so much excitement, particularly on the girls and women's side. I mean, it's just that side of the sport uh, is just skyrocketing. Well, and all the championship games. I'm building a pathway here, folks. Trust me. I'm going to land the plane in a second. But the men's and women's, like all the divisions were fun. But Mexico versus USA. Oh. Jammed stands. Yes. Like shaking, right? Cheering for each country. I've never been part of anything like that. And to see the the soccer esque enthusiasm, right? right. The Mexican singing fans their songs, singing and, and chanting, yeah. and, you know, sound machines and all kinds of things going on. That was such a cool moment for football because that's not what you traditionally see in our fan base, and it adds a whole new dimension to the sport, which is just super cool. And then you had all the NFL people, whether it be the Panthers or just NFL guys that live in the area, come down to watch. Yes, and they were like. This, this, is like, this is the real deal. I mean, they, exactly. I couldn't tell you how many came up to me and said, this is super cool. And, and again, you know, love the men's as well as the women's, but they were just, I think, again, because the idea of women playing football, right? They're like, this is such a They're going thing. hard, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Super competitive. So a couple months later, you get the announcement, as you say, the vote that flag football is going to be in. It was what? an hour that NFL players were saying they wanted Instant. to. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it was wonderful to see. And then, you know, just recently with the Pro Bowl, right? You hear them talking about it again. So, yeah, just really, really neat. Well, okay, number one, I watched the flag game, of course. It was up in Orlando. And I, I'm telling my friends that are watching it, I'm like, this is not a good representation of flag football because I thought a lot of the players were playing about 65%. In my mind, effort. Am I right? 
mean, hard to say, but it, the bottom line is different, right? They're, they they shrunk the field, so we have the same field side, which is awesome. Um, I think slightly wider, uh, but they play sevens, right? And the center is ineligible, so it's just clearly different rules. The, the ultimate difference, as you see, is they're used to contact. So even when they run, you know, they're flag guarding yeah. by accident, right? They're, um, they're just doing things that well take time. So there's no question that NFL players unequivocally have the athletic ability to play this sport. It's just going to take some time to help them make that transition. But they were also rushing the quarterback without counting. I'm like, this is not what it is. That's my point. This yeah. isn't what you're going to see in the Olympics. Yeah, well, right? you know when our guys rush, I mean, they're rushing with their hair on fire and you're clearly yeah. trying to pull that flag. So, yeah, there's a different level in that respect. But, um, but it was a lot of fun, and it adds a lot of excitement and momentum to this movement of flag towards the Olympics. I had a guy say to me the other day that a commissioner's job is to just put out fires and you're, I would say that's like a CEO. So you're, I don't know if that's your job, never take a side. So I'm guessing you're not gonna take a side in this NFL players in the Olympics. USA football, or are well, you going oh, to? Oh, no. I, well, I would most definitely say that we are more than interested and excited about the potential unequivocally. Okay. I mean, there, we look really what, frankly, the International Olympic Committee, what the Olympics expect, what all of us want is the best players, men's or women's, representing you want to You want to win a gold. Period. Yeah. I'm assuming in Canada it would be CFL yeah. you know, players or, or whoever, right? Um, so, so most definitely. Now, again, the difference, though, though, is when you see basketball or hockey, Right? International rules in hockey are somewhat different. International rules in basketball are somewhat different. Flag rules and traditional tackle rules are night and day different. So it is mm -hmm. a different game. So that is something just has to be taken into consideration. Easily managed between the NFL and us, at least speaking of America, U.S. Um, so we just have to work through that together, and we are. We're having great conversations, and we just have to sort out, you know, who is it going to be? I mean, by the way, current players, retired players, I mean... UFL players, you know, AFL players, right? Like any and all are potential options. In addition to college players, like we just need to identify the best athletes. And and ultimately, the other thing I have to say is there's a trials process. There's mm -hmm. very strict rules with the USOPC, US Olympic and Paralympic Committee, where you have to have you transparent, clearly defined on your website rules how you select players. So all that will be done well in advance of LA 28. Mm -hmm. So. Um I'm glad you brought up the hockey uh, parallel because we had national uh, national team in Canada, but then when they ruled that the NHL players could play, bye-bye national team players, and they brought in the NHL players, and I just thought it was wrong. That's my that's my take. And you got a couple national team players with you here today. Yes. I'm sure they have strong thoughts on Oh, no, on it's the, funny. They, they, uh, funny, not so funny on their side. They're like, no, I don't want anybody taking my position. I've right. this. I worked hard. And they're right, too. Yeah. So that's why, in the end, where I have to be neutral is we're yeah. going to have a selection process. We're going to have a trials. Everyone is eligible. NFL players and, you know, uh, are these current elite athletes are all going to show up and may the best male, female win, right? That's, that's the way we have to be. One last question, then we'll bring in our, our other guests that we have here. Um, I, now I forget what it was. I'm, I'm all fired up thinking about the NFL. Oh, this is what it is. Do you not think that in the end, the NFL, because I hear this all the time when it comes to players, if they want it, they'll get it. Is the NFL behind this? Do they yeah, want oh, no, their players? I, no, yeah, in? I can tell you unequivocally. I mean, the conversations, again, amongst owners and Roger Goodell and executives and players themselves, they want it. And again, I think it's working out more of the business nuances and how all that has to work out so you protect all the parties and, and you, know, you know, make it something that is just good and positive for everybody involved. But yeah, they'll, they will, I believe it'll be worked out. They'll have an opportunity, they'll show up at trials and again, we'll see what happens. Well, I like your answer, Earl. You're saying the best players will represent. If that's it's what, NFL, that's great. Own, if that's it's what not, we have to do. Right. Per our relationship with the USOPC. That's what it will Scott, out. thank you. Hey, good seeing you to again. See you. Take care. All right, so what do we got here? Joe? Joe Overstreet, come on in, Joe. We're doing this on the fly, rapid fire. Joe's with the national team, and uh, we broadcast her games. There you go. Make yourself at home. Come on in, Joe. All right. Hello, team hello, USA. Hello. How are you doing? Joe, introduce yourself, if you don't mind, to our audience. Where are you right. from? What's I, your deal? I am Joe Overstreet. Well, my name is Joanne. Um, I go by Joe Overstreet. Um, I got, actually got that name from playing tackle football when I was 11. Um, I'm from born and raised, uh, well, born in West Virginia, but raised in Dallas. I'm a military baby. Brat. Um, military <laughs> yeah. baby. Um, but yeah. So, and football, where, why did you start? 
Um, actually, my dad was a football player. My brother was a football player. I just always been surrounded by football. I played in the neighborhood. I begged my dad to play. Um, he told me no several times. Uh, and finally, he said one day he came home from the field because he's in the military. He said, he said one day he just drug me up to the field and said, just go You're play. You're playing. Just no, because I kept begging him to play. Oh, so I, I drug, he, I, he, he drug me up there. I get on the field. I go tackle one of the players. I throw the ball real far, and the coach says, oh, yeah, we need her. <laughs> so my dad was all for it. He told me that once he became a celebrity in the stands, then that's when he was truly believed in me and my ability, and I actually won three city championships at age 11, 12, and 13 playing tackle football. I was the quarterback, receiver, safety, everything. What about um, gold medal, a gold medal in Charlotte this summer? Yes. That was yes. exciting. Yes, yeah, so I, I got into flag. I've been playing flag for 15 years. Um, I played for 10 years before I got a part of USA. Um, so this whole journey has been amazing for me. This is my first time getting to speak and talk about my journey. Um, I got to, we got three gold medals, one in Panama, uh, got one in Israel, also got MVP, and then this summer uh, got to play in IFAF, and that was the IFAF Americas. That was the first time. Yeah, I was there. That. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was incredible. It was the first time we got to play in front of a. Was crowd. that the biggest crowd? That was the biggest yeah. crowd that we ever got to play in front of, and for me, that was so heartwarming. That people love to watch women's football and it, the crowd was so into it. it was game. so engaging Hell of a game. it was electric so for us as female athletes it's just incredible for people to give us the respect and so oh that, that was easy though because yeah. the game was great the team mexico do you guys get along with them or not yes it actually you do yeah so when i played my first 10 years i was playing in mexico that's where my career started I played in Mexico. They invited me over several every year. They would invite me over, um, kind of like as a celebrity. Um, so I've been doing it for a while. They just they show me just so much love over there and respect, and and they tell me all the time on social media how much I have inspired them. Um, so I played with some of the Mexico players before they were. A part oh, you of knew them then. Before yeah. they were a part of their national team. So we all kind of been growing this game together. So we all have a lot of respect for each other. So thoughts on playing in the Olympics? Oh my God. Oh my God. It's been, it's just yeah. been, uh, I, I just, when, when I heard about it, I cried. I had a lot of emotions, you know, obviously it's a while from now for me. Um, so I'm just, I, I felt a sense of pride because I've been playing for so long and obviously all the international players, we've been pushing each other to make the game very electric and entertaining for people to fall in love and with it. And it is. And, yeah. to, and to help push it. And, into yeah. the Olympics and so when they announced it I had a whole sense of pride that uh, it happened and I'm just still in shock and I, I, I would love the opportunity to be a part of the team um, that USA has pathways incredible pathways for all now and I'm just excited the growth that USA football has for us so I know that they're gonna put the best on the field regardless that'll be you it's a long ways away though it's a long ways away so we're just yeah. gonna take it one step at a time we have uh, tryouts coming up in at February 29th for our camp. In it's going to be 50 girls. Or where? It's going to be in Charlotte, University okay. of Charlotte. There's 50 girls that will be trying out and uh, they'll select uh, 18 of us and we'll come back for a training camp and then we'll compete in Finland. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. All right, Joe. I thought we we're going to move Bruce okay. in here. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thank enjoy you so Super Bowl. Much. Thank you for watching the game. Yeah, absolutely. And the game. Yeah, yeah, it was Sounds so much good. fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I recognize your voice. Now you do, yeah. Bruce Mapp is with us. He's, he's just getting wired up for sound here. How about that? And I know if you are a part of the Rod Squad and you watch this show all the time, you know that we went down there to Charlotte and we called the games, Darren, Serena, and I, on the Olympic Network. It was kind of a big deal. So it's the first time we've seen all these folks since then. So Bruce making his way in here, sir. Welcome to the RP show. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. How are you? Make yourself at I'm fantastic. Are you kidding me? I'm talking sports at Super Bowl. How I mean, do you think I am? Best job in the world. <laughs> yes, it is. How's your week going? 
Uh, it's going well. Today's been real busy morning so far, but it's fun. I wouldn't want to be nowhere else. You got a great gang that you're hanging out here with. What's your what's your schedule like? What are you getting up to? Uh, kind of going with the flow. Got a bunch of interviews this morning. Uh, going to attend a WAGS game later and probably do some more clinics and interviews later today. That's good. Yes, sir. Um, what's it like representing your country in uh, flag football? Uh, I love it. I try to compare it to... Uh, when I used to watch track and field as a, you know, as a kid with the Olympians and everything, kind of a similar method. You know, you go through trials, you make the team, have a continental championship. We had our World Games past year. Uh, then you win that gold medal. You know, what better way to do it? I, it was exciting, and I was just talking to Joe about what went down in Charlotte. I was there, <laughs> I was broadcasting it, and she said it was the biggest crowd she's ever played in front of. What do you remember about that gold medal game against Mexico for the men? Oh, for the men, uh, just a tough uh, fall game. Mexico always going to play as hard, you know. Uh, those rules are, are set kind of even the stages out a little bit, but Mexico is always going to bring their best game, and it was back and forth for a while. Yes, it was. Back and forth for a while, but we fought it out. You had a good game, as I recall. Yes, sir. What do you remember about that? Uh, Just doing what I normally do in football, you know. Well, if I had my old, I would have the score sheet it's in an old binder of mine though i mean you you found the end zone did you have a couple touchdowns i can't yeah, remember yeah i had about two touchdowns against mexico i scored the first touchdown of the game and then i scored one late to kind of close the game out that's what i thought yes sir and it was it was like hostile in there it was it's chippy you know when we play against mexico yeah. it's, it's kind of like a rivalry you know yeah well so what did you think of the end do you watch the flag game at the pro bowl games on sunday uh, I watched NFL? the highlights. I watched the highlights. What'd I watched it last year. What do you think of what those guys were doing to your sport? <laughs> uh, it's just different. You know, they're not like fully in tune with it yet. No, as we are, they're not. Know? But you know, if they if they want to learn the sport, you know, just like kind of what I did and a lot of other guys, you know, come to the trials, come to the training camp, just to see what our sport is like for real. And I think you know they actually may like it a lot. You know, it's real competitive. It's fun. It's electrifying. And I think they'll see their competitive nature come out. How long have you been on the national team? Uh, since 2020, but I've only been playing flag since 2018. Okay, so the reason I ask, of course, is what I asked your boss, Scott Hallenbach, about NFL involvement. What's your take on the players, Tyreek specifically, and they all say they want to play? Uh, I think they all should want to play. It's, it's a fun sport to learn, you know. It's the fastest growing sport, you know. A lot of little kids are playing right now, and why not try to see what the game is like? It's still football to you, just, you know, a little different, little different movements and everything. I think they should try to come play, just do the things that we did, you know play in a tournament, come, come to a trial just to see what our game is like so you can try to uh, adapt and adjust to it. Because it's different. I play real football too, so I get it. Do you think they would go through, go to the camps, go to the identification camps and all that? Uh, it's tough, man. If you watch the Pro Bowl game, you know, they were playing for 80000 they weren't taking it serious. But, you know, they may take it serious for a gold medal, you know, because that's something they can't do in their sport. So, you know, I hope so, though. That's what I was saying to Scott was it was not an accurate representation of what you guys no, are doing. You no, were playing like like Al Pacino in uh, any given Sunday. Scratch <laughs> yes. it with your fingernails. That's the way you were playing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. All right, Bruce. I know you got you got a good seeing you again, man. Yes, sir. Good Enjoy the too. Super Bowl. Thank you. All man. right. And we'll see you in the Olympics. Yes, sir. See you in 2028. All right. How about Bruce that? Mapp joining us from the Team USA. There you go. Team USA men's national team. Thank you, Ryan. And, uh, yeah, good friends, as you see, that we made in Charlotte, North Carolina this summer calling their national championships. How about that? We're right on time. We're going to take a timeout and be back with a sports update and see what else is going on here on Radio Row at the Convention Center. In a moment, live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late.
Well, it's a career, a career thrill broadcasting from Super Bowl here on Radio Row, and uh, but I'm hoping it's not a one and done. Next year, New Orleans, and plans are being made for that. But we got a lot to get to between now and then. Shoot, a lot to get to between now and Sunday in Super Bowl 58, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Uh, I have no idea, clearly, if you've been watching this program today, I have no idea what's coming up for the next 20 minutes or so. I know one thing that we're going to get Jeff Reinbold for Christmas next year, Clark, and that's a watch. But I don't think it's Reinbold's fault. I don't think it's his fault. But they were just due to be off the air at 10 Pacific, and he was going to come straight here. And is he still on the air? Should I expect him? I, I, I don't even know. Oh. oh, so, well, he could end up roaming around through here, but. This has been quite the eye-opener for me, obviously, and I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow, I guess. So we have 20 minutes left in this show before we start worrying about that. You always love the text messages from the viewers. Not as much as I do, but uh, we all love them. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here for Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. Um... Allen is watching in Saskatoon. He says, will there be a Rod Peterson sober party at Grey Cup in Vancouver this year? I don't know. I know that our people are talking with the Canadian Football League and the host Grey Cup committee in Vancouver, but I just go where they tell me. I'd certainly like to. We're planning some really large things for Grey Cup in Vancouver, but that is a long, long ways away. I'll say it again, we were talking with Randy Grimes about this 10-year starting center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This year's Sober Bowl in Las Vegas will be at the Clark County Amphitheater on Sunday beginning at noon Pacific. We've got bands, we've got a comedian, we've got a panel with myself moderating at Lee Steinberg, Ryan Leaf, and uh, Earl Campbell. How could I forget Earl? He's the biggest name of them all. That's this Sunday. Uh, if you are in Las Vegas or the area coming to Vegas, $20 at the door for adults, $10 for kids. It's a family event. It's going to be big fun. Gary's watching in Penticton, British Columbia, and writes in and says, flag football is not a good way to promote or portray NFL and CFL leagues. To compete, all players must be amateur in status. Sorry, Rod, but flag football is a sissy sport that has no place in the Olympics. Are you trying to get my goat, Gary? Is that, what you're is that what you're trying to do? It doesn't work. You're trolling. You can't get me. It's the whole thing of if you don't want to watch it, don't watch, bro. But these interviews with Joe and Bruce didn't, didn't crank your engine. You want, you want to come tell Bruce Mapp that he's playing a sissy sport? Please do, and I'll watch the reaction and the thing was I was sitting there watching the Pro Bowl games from Orlando on Sunday going this is not the way it's supposed to be played so that if that's what you were going by Gary what you were watching in the Pro Bowl that's like saying the way they played tackle football in the Pro Bowl the old style is not real football and football is a sissy sport you need to be in a packed stadium at UNC Charlotte the USA Performance Center like we were USA versus Mexico, fights in the stands. That is flag football. How about that? Competition. Not, not a skills competition, which is what the NFL did on the weekend. But I got the answer that I wanted, and I've been waiting for months to ask Scott Hallenbach this. As the CEO, how do you feel about the NFLers wanting to represent their country in the Olympics in flag football? And he goes, hey, they have the chance to try out for the team. I think there's a little more to it than what Scott's saying, and I've been a lot around around a lot of CEOs in my time, so I get he's saying only what he can, but he's saying we have identification camps, we have one large camp at the end. You want to come to all these camps, try out? Bob's your uncle. Bob's but the best players uncle. will represent the USA. The best players will represent the USA because we want to win a gold medal. And that's fair too. But as I've heard, I've only had even if I've been in Vegas 24 hours, this has come up two, three or four times now, flag football in the Olympics and the NFL involvement. And I've seen it enough. And I think you have too. If the NFL wants something, 
they're going to get it. So if they want their players in the Olympics representing USA, they're going to get it, regardless of what Scott Hellenbeck says and probably not having to go through the path that all the other players do. Sorry, it's just an NFL thing. You BC Lions fans, tell me if I'm correct on this. Did Nathan Rourke not have a year left on his contract with the BC? Did he not? And the Lions let him out of it to sign in the NFL? It was Neil McAvoy, the Lions co-GM, who said it first. If the NFL wants it, they're going to get it. And they did. That's my point here. Same thing. See, now Ted in Edmonton is a little more... On my side of things, Ted says, great information on flag football. It's going to be fun to watch. That's the thing. When played right, it's fun to watch. I would suggest if you got to compare it to hockey, because Canada is the hockey-playing nation, is the NHL All-Star game, what you saw last Saturday, an accurate representation of what contact hockey is? Because it's not. What they put out there is an embarrassment, and that's why I didn't even watch. And that's the way the NFL treated flag football in Orlando last weekend. That's not flag football, what you saw. Jim in Balgoni writes in and says, <laughs> Roddy needs a cordless mic and camera. And let that man roam for the normal Joes that will never get to see Super Bowl coverage from the inside. We thank you. Well, thank you, Jim, in Balgoni. That was not really my intention, because is this, this is what they want us to see. I'm sure there's another side of Super Bowl that I will never see, and I'm okay with that. But this is, um, you can talk crowds. This is Calgary Stampede of football. This is Craven Country Jamboree meets football. That's what it is. I've never seen anything like this. And what we saw in L.A. two years ago was just a paltry example. It was a paltry, flimsy imitation of what we're going through here right now. This is an anthill, and I just... It's not getting old seeing Kurt Warner just stroll by and Emmett Smith. But the one thing is, they are just people. Uh, I'm not yet privy to be the guy to just grab them and pull them and sit them down maybe next year in New Orleans. And if you were watching last hour or listening, Atlanta. You wouldn't have seen it if you were listening on the radio, but Alex Singleton, Denver Broncos, record-breaking linebacker. Were you watching Jack Fulton, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta? Jack Fulton? Alex Singleton broke onto our set, right, Clark? That's a fact. He broke on unannounced, shook me, and then left. So I, I should have had him sit down at the time. We went to a commercial break five minutes later. I raced out to go get him. And I don't know if I told you the end of that story. He goes, I can't, I can't, I have commitments. I can't come on with you. Just wanted to say hi. That guy, Alex Singleton, he's that guy. But man, is he fast. He's NFL fast. We'll be coming right back with overtime after this. Should be fun. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Casting live from Sin City on this show, that is a first. It's still quiet on the strip on a Thursday morning of Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 58. It is a 3.30 uh, p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern kickoff in Super Bowl 58 on Sunday, which I'm going to uh, read some sports updates on that in a moment. We'll be back here live tomorrow, and I... I don't know why I would even plan anything. Right now, I don't have anything planned for a few reasons. I mean, I thought <laughs> I thought Jeff Reinbold was going to be with us live here in hour two. We were going to talk about these CFL free agent signings, and then he not here. Uh, so maybe we'll get into that tomorrow morning, with, uh, tomorrow morning with Coach Reinbold, or maybe not. I don't know. Randy is watching in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and says, Great show, Rod, and RP crew. Does Canada have a national flag football team? Well, we all have what we're interested in, and I'm very interested in this. 
and uh, people are going to get a lot more interested in it when the Olympics come closer. But no, Canada does not have a national team. And I would say this, there's a better chance of CFL players representing Canada in the Olympics than there are NFL players representing America in the Olympics. And I'll tell you why. The CFL players have more time. We don't have an existing national team, we as in Canada. The door's wide open. And the head of Football Canada, Jim Mullen, who was with us in Charlotte this summer at the national championships, is advocating for the CFL to put players in it. Now, let's not forget there's Canadians playing in the NFL too. But I think it would be hard to get a Javon Holland of the Miami Dolphins or you know, would Nathan Rourke, well, I guess he would, would Nathan Rourke of the Patriots be our quarterback? I think we'd be looking more Brandon Bridge. You know what I mean. There's no existing Canadian national team and CFL players have more time and make a fraction of the money. For all those reasons, i.e. the risk of getting hurt isn't that big of a deal. Now, what I didn't say was Scott Hellenbeck, we were going to, we talked about it off the air. There was only one injury. There was hundreds of kids playing in that flag championship that weekend. We broadcast eight games a day and there was only one injury. Can you believe that? And it was a muscle pull. That could have happened in practice or the gym. So it's not dangerous. I'm just fascinated and tickled about whether the NFL is going to allow its players to play. This is not done yet. Bob in Saskatoon writes in and he says, I know football today, but the Raptors are blowing up whatever is left of a team this year. Good, because they suck. And you know where that's coming from, Messiah Jury. It's coming, it's coming right from the top. That's why they are who they are. Overtime's brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, as you all know, where skill and fun collide. Take your team down there for a skills competition. They can do it. Hockey's uh, version of baseball's batting cages and golf's driving ranges. Overtime Hockey Lanes, 28th Street Northeast. We're big, big, big uh, partners with them. It's interesting, by the way, speaking of hockey, I'll play Bet Regal breakaway bets right now. Clark! Pay attention, you're going to play with me. Our NHL games. Okay, I, I just want to say this. I went for supper last night with my good friend Bill Ollie. I want to see a cattleman from Rolo, but he doesn't have any cattle. He's got horse, horses and a lot of land. They came down here to watch the Oilers beat the Golden Knights Tuesday and make history. One problem. People forgot to tell the Golden Knights that. And Vegas won 3-1. Oh, no. Hey, Bill's having a great time. Bill's having a great time here, but that's if people want to know how big a deal hockey is in Canada. Bill buys a ticket to the game, plane ticket and hotel to come down and watch the orders tie the NHL record for win streak. And uh, a funny thing happened on the way to that. Uh, Vegas is playing tonight. Let's go in reverse chronological order. We always start with the East, but let's start with the West here, Clark. The Vegas Golden Knights are at Arizona. We're playing Bet Regal breakaway bets. Who wins this one? Vegas at Arizona tonight. You're going to go Vegas? Um, I'm going to... Yeah. They're just... They're, they're good. They have worked out the kinks. They're that team now. I think. Colorado at Carolina. Isn't that a country song? Heads Carolina, tails Colorado, California. Carolina at home. Um, well, I gotta, I want to agree with you, but I won't. Just for the sake of fun, I'll take Colorado, but I think you're right. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning at the New York Islanders, and the Lightning are without Sergachev after the injury last night at the Rangers. Tampa Bay at the New York Islanders. Who do you like to win? Yeah. I like the way you think. Here's the game of the night. The Vancouver Canucks at the Boston Bruins. Top two teams in the NHL. Who wins, Clark? Canucks or Bruins? I got to agree with you again on that. Speaking of Calgary, the Flames. Uh, Vancouver and Boston were both taking the Bruins. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized that people can't hear Clark. He's taking Boston. 
over Vancouver. He's taking the Islanders over Tampa. Calgary at the New Jersey Devils. Who he got to win in that one? Clark has taken the Calgary Flames because he says they're healthier. I think it's their fourth straight win thereafter. It was too big of an emotional win for them in Boston the other night. I'll take New Jersey to win tonight. But Clark is on the side, good side of the Flames fans tonight. The Winnipeg Jets at the Philadelphia Flyers. Who's winning, Clark Monroe? Yee, he's, he's taken Flyers at home. I'm going to take the Winnipeg Jets after, after their rough outing in Pittsburgh the other night. And the Washington Capitals at the Florida Panthers. Panthers are another team that I think has worked out their kinks. Who you got? He's taking the Florida Panthers. I'll take the Florida Panthers. Their home 2-1 loss notwithstanding against the Philadelphia Flyers the other night. Um, well, that's it. So, again, I'm not going to book any guests. We're just going to let it roll and see how it goes for Football Friday tomorrow. Maybe we just do what we've been doing right here because people seem to be highly entertained with that. And I'm sure you're all enjoying watching what's going on behind me. It's been an honor to be on the radio in Atlanta today, WQEE, and, of course, on television, Game Plus. Big thank you to our guests, Randy Grimes, 10 years starting center of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a brother of mine in recovery, a sober consultant out of Houston. Uh, Scott Hallenbeck, the CEO of USA Football, and from their national teams, Bruce Mapp from the men's team and Joe Overstreet from the women's team. I was looking forward to those interviews for a long time, and they did not disappoint. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, live from Super Bowl here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.